0: And Welcome to State of the Realm, hopefully one of your favorite Final Fantasy fourteen podcasts. This week's going to be kind of a chill week. We're going to call this what I like to call a check-in week. A few very, very random things have happened in the past week or so, so we're just kind of going to do a shorter show to catch up on all of that stuff, maybe 45 minutes to an hour at most. We do have plans for next week. Next week we will have Frosty TV on to talk about the recent PvP updates. And we haven't had him on in so long because he's been busy, you know, being a dad. And so we need to get his thoughts on all the new PvP stuff. And then following that, on the 23rd, I believe we have Pyro coming on to talk story stuff 6.1 and overall. Yes, we've been. Yes, it's, uh, that should be a fun one. So we got plenty of plans for the next several weeks, but right now let's, uh, Let's do this, I guess. I'm Mr. Happy and of course, uh Sly is with me. Of and he's smiling already. Oh, Sly. <laughs> you know,
1: uh like I reached out to you earlier this week and I wanted to make this a show show. Yes. Um because like uh, the topic we're going to talk about, I mean, we've we've had one show about it. Just one. Yes. Um So I thought like, well, maybe a little table, we'll maybe table this show for like a future community show, but like, I'm interested. I'm really interested to talk about it because a lot of people have been, it's been truly polarizing over the past few days. So we will get into that in a little while. Ah, yes. Data center travel,
0: of course. That's what you're referring to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that has definitely been polarizing. But before that, we have sponsors, don't we?
0: We sure do. Steel Series, they sponsor us, and they all, we also have a giveaway for the month of July in the description of the YouTube video. So if you're watching live, go check out the YouTube video the next day when it's up, and you can enter through the link there. Also, there's of course the discount code, the command, all that stuff. So whether you're in the YouTube video or the Twitch channel, exclamation mark Steel Series Twitch discount code MrHappy save twelve percent and uh, do it because they're a sponsor and they're cool. We also have our sponsors on Patreon who don't get anything <coughs> Excuse me, special for sponsoring, but they are special to us. We love them.
1: We, we love you.
0: Yes. We love you all. So doesn't doesn't unlock anything. It's just there as an option, and people do it. So thanks to mm-hmm. them. And we may have some other sponsors in the coming month or so, but I'll leave that after those details are finalized. Mm-hmm. So a bit of a teaser there. Sly. Where the hell do we start? Do we start with the fun stuff or do we start with the game stuff? <laughs> uh, uh, let's, let's, let's start with the game stuff. The, the game, game stuff? stuff? Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, we had patch 6.18 this Tuesday. Uh, despite being mm-hmm. a smaller patch, it was a heavily anticipated one with several features being uh, put into the game. Well all of which had some troubles, <laughs> or have some some troubles, I should say.
1: <coughs> again, again, I before this came out, like before my birthday, before my birthday celebration, I was like, yeah, this may be a gift and a curse, curse because well, maybe it's not going to be there for in time for my birthday celebration, but a gift because it will probably be broken. In it's implementation the day of. And that did not fail. Um, Well, the
0: expectations didn't fail, but it certainly did. Yeah, it did.
1: Uh, Few people, when I say a few, I mean a lot of people, definitely had issues with data center travel. Um, Happy? Did you do a lot of uh, DC travel the day it came out?
0: Hell no! I knew better than to try to use that the day it came out. I don't know why anyone would think that. There, everyone's like, "Oh, I can't wait to use it." I was like, "You should probably should because if you if you know how this stuff normally goes." It's going to be rough around the edges the day it happens, especially given how protective they're trying to be of making sure there's no lost data in the process. And that was certainly a time for quite a few people. Did you do any sly or were you also smart enough to avoid even attempting it? I did some yesterday. Okay, but not the day of.
1: Not the day of.
0: Okay.
1: Good. The day of, actually, the day of, I actually took to rest because, like, there was so much that went on between my birthday celebration, uh, my birthday, uh, Merc Day. Like, after that, I just needed a day. And then, of course, the day of, which was Tuesday, the day I took off, the world just goes completely to shit. And I just read Twitter and I'm like, Man, y'all can't, like, can y'all just chill? Like, every time I like, decide to take a day off and I'm asleep, the world just goes completely to shit, the game goes completely to shit, and things happen. So, um, yeah, when I when I used it, when I actually did, I went to Aether, first place I went, went to Greg, actually, uh, just to just say hi to people and whatnot, just to see how, how it was and do anything. Um, the time it took me to get there was 25 minutes. Um,
0: which, uh, 25 yeah. minutes? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. I know that they're, they're deliberately throttling it because of the volume of people trying to use it. Yeah. Even still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, glad.
1: I, I, I eventually there. got there. Eventually got there and, you know, just had a few people and then made the smart decision to... Uh, Go back home, uh, which didn't take as long. I think it was like maybe 17 or 18 minutes. Um, but yeah, um, what can I say? It's 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 out. It sure is. Will, it I think it will get better in the coming weeks. Uh, this is just you know it's the first week of it, so. I believe it'll definitely get better. It's not as bad as, you know, the first few weeks of early access and, and you know, no fucking way and shit like that. Um, yeah, it's not that bad, but it could definitely be better.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, I was surprised anyone thought that it wasn't essential because everyone, like, so many people always rush to use brand new features as soon as they're there. And I'm among those people, obviously, but I know it's going to fall apart. And so if I know I don't need to use it, I'm going to avoid using it because I don't want to be the, I don't want to be another cog in the wheel, especially given the condition that once you've started the process, you cannot stop it in any Mm -hmm. way. which was an issue that was compounded upon when they started having troubles with it and then people were locked out of using their entire accounts because it would tie up the entire account as they moved the character so you couldn't even log into another character while it was ongoing even if you were like forced off the screen or something like that
1: yeah you can't even do it in the uh, background like you can't like say I'm gonna go back to my home data center and then just shut off the game you have to completely wait to get to your data center before you, you know, think about closing out the game, which is, I feel like, something uh, something they kind of missed out on. Um, I mean, yeah, there's there's a bunch of technical issues with that, and, like, I can't even begin to think about what goes into that. But, yeah, just being able to, um, say, I'm going home, and then just shut off the game, and once you get back, you're home. Uh, that would have been nice. That would have been really nice. Instead, you just have to wait. Um, so it's one thing I really think they kind of missed out on. Um,
0: I don't even know if it's so much that they missed out on it or it's just the way that the, the data transfer has to be done to, doesn't allow for something like that. It wants it wants really? like the consistent connection, even though technically you're not the one doing the connection. It's all on the back end which is probably right. to protect. It's, it's There's probably something about it that holds it up that doesn't make that an innate option for you to approach. Right. But I don't know. I, I'm glad it's in the game. I don't really know when I'll use it. I, mm-hmm. I have a feeling more so that I will only use it when absolutely prompted. Like if you were holding an event, and it was on Primal. I wouldn't make a, pri- a level one Primal alt. I would train. I would go ahead of time, you know. Yeah. yeah. So th- it's really to save face. Or if like I joined a group that like was of all data centers and they wanted to meet on one, you know, the fringe cases where I will be using it are great. But the people who are going to be using it frequently, I don't know for I don't know exactly for what, but they uh, there's probably going to be wait times on it for, for quite some time. Exactly. Excuse me. I just get coughs in the afternoon as of late. Well, either way, hopefully it smoothens out, especially with 6.2 still about, I mean, depending on your prediction, six, seven weeks at this point it would be. So Mm it just depends on what camp you actually fall in. But that was just one piece of the patch. We also had some PvP adjustments in the start of PvP Season 2. Now, before we talk about the actual adjustments that were made, uh, season two has run into a bit of a snag that you and I were indeed worried about when we spoke about PvP after the initial changes when we had come on the show and had a few guests on. We had Brian on, on that show. And uh, mm-hmm. we were worried about the seasonal reward structure. And I think for good reason, seeing that Season 2 is now officially out, and it is exactly what we thought it would be, which was also not what we wanted it to be. Basically, the only change to the rewards from season to season, at least for the first two, appear to be a difference in your adventure plate and the number that it portrays. So every season has a number attached to to the portrait unlocks, and so that just indicates what season you obtained that rank that's issue number 1 and honestly i get why they probably want to save rewards for series cuz they're wider it's 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 wider appeal but yeah. i don't think you can ignore seasonal rewards or minimize them either cuz it is the most competitive <sighs> pvp sector out there <coughs>
1: But again, I understand. Like series, you know, it's it's a bigger it's a bigger pool when it when it comes down to rewards. Um, So how how do you combat this? How do you fix this? Uh, Do you make the seasonal rewards greater and more meaningful?
0: I think it's I think it's tough. I I feel as though maybe maybe the fact that they give trophy crystals so. In the Feast, they had a method of doing things that was significantly different, something that had changed going into Crystalline Conflict. Originally, all of the armor pieces that we now enjoy by buying the tokens with Trophy Crystals, I think it's a thousand Trophy Crystals a token, used to get those tokens depending on your placement at the end of the season, but you could only earn them through those specific tokens. I think seeing this now, that maybe a system like that would be for the better that way people who are bronze or silver or gold you know one of the the climbing ranks you know struggling through elo hell are still working towards something season after season if they improve then they get to that goal even faster the people who can climb to the top can achieve the higher uh, the higher reward structures for those tokens and obtain whatever rewards are exclusively tied. So I think instead of... I don't think they should tie specific rewards to getting Crystal or Top 100 that aren't what they are now. They could, but I think it would receive exactly the backlash it did before. Um, but instead, put rewards in a pool of options that you can then purchase with the tokens you get from placing in a season and the higher you place. I think that's the best middle ground that lets everyone still access the same rewards... But makes it so that, you know, if somebody's already getting Crystal every season, they will have all those pieces and it'll visibly show. It's something that you can you can showcase that you have over the other people, which, let's be honest, top PVPers love, love to stand out when they're playing against others.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll agree with that. That's fair. It's a fair uh, compromise.
0: On the flip side, there's another very Final Fantasy fourteen specific problem with season two. What's that? You only get the the portrait borders for the rank you finished in, and people want it all. <laughs> so you know what your you know what your recourse is for that? Just let the season ride out and de-rank every season to collect them all. Yeah, sabotage your rank in order to collect them all. Yeah.
1: Unless you started at like Diamond, which I mean that's where you're gonna end up in fucking Diamond. Um but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the only that's the only solution is just to let it naturally degrade every season, which not a, seems not good. silly. It really seems fucking silly.
0: Yeah, I mean here's the thing. I get it. When you win a gold medal, they don't hand you a silver and a bronze. As well. Right. I get it.
1: But in games when you get gold, you also get the bronze and silver rewards attached with that. If you got gold, you got all you pretty much got all of it in games.
0: Yeah, generally you work up through the rewards. And the wording also made it seem as if you would. People thought you would also get all mm-hmm. the trophy crystals, especially that was even mm-hmm. the bigger thing. Like you thought you'd get like 12,000 trophy crystals instead of like 4,000 because you would get all of them collectively through all the ranks. the biggest problem with this, and I am at a crossroad with this currently, is the thought mm-hmm. of needing to not play the content to collect all of the potential borders that you could want because I like the gold diamond and crystal borders. I ideally, I, excuse me, I want to use the crystal border the most, but mm-hmm. I still like the way the other ones look. But I have to weigh the idea of climbing next season, again, from an even lower rank versus just saying, whatever, I'm not going to get this. And I'm currently sitting at Diamond 4 with three risers. I played, like, a dozen matches, got up to Diamond 4, almost Diamond 3, and I was like, if I stop at Diamond 4, I will only go down to Plat 4, and then I can climb from Plat 4 back up to Crystal for series number two. And I might commit to that and that as a whole. I it might. It seems
1: I, so idiotic to do. Oh, I God, might just do it.
0: I listen. I can. I can, I can. I can fix it whenever I want. Getting the crystals not going to be too much tougher than it was. It's not going to be much different I mean, than climbing.
1: But we've got it. We got us. We got a, we've a season under <laughs> the Yeah. So it's it's not like it's not like your first initial climb when people didn't know what the fuck they were doing and it was a little bit easier in that like first week. And in, in that first week when people, like, people were still getting acclimated with everything. Um, So that climb was a little bit easier. Uh And then it kind of, like, petered out and people started, you know, actually learning shit and knowing what the fuck to do in a match. Um, Now we've got a season under our belts and, you know, people are experienced. Uh People, some people who didn't get the rank they wanted last season are a little bit hungrier. I, I know quite a few who are. Uh, so, um, yeah, the climb might not be as simple or as easy as you experienced last season.
0: I think that's only true if you o- you didn't really earn the rank. Like, you earned it be- only because people were new. I, I think if you're someone who was going to get to Crystal, it doesn't really matter the season. Because people on your team are, in theory... Fucking smarter in fucking theory, they're smarter. In uh, theory, yeah, he works. yeah, because it's two teams that know what they're. Doing. It's not just the enemy team that knows what they're doing better. Your team is too. So as long as you picked up all the lessons along the way, you should also yeah. be better positioned to climb. Assuming that you are, you know, you've grown and you can actually still PvP. Um, I went white mage, and I just we started running through matches exactly as I remember. It was no different than the last time I did it. You know, I think whatever like small nerfs they hit. White Mage with way back, you know, when I was already Crystal, haven't I'll probably just climb it again if I want. to. talking about this makes me not want to stay in Diamond though. I'm gonna admit, uh, it makes me want to <laughs> abandon the whole platform plan and just get back up to Crystal. <laughs> so might <laughs> <laughs> might do that before the end of season two. That shouldn't be too hard. Uh, but it's yeah, I, I just I think it's a system that's self defeating, and the Feast suffered from this as well. There are people who did this in the Feast because. It's not just the plates. There's also titles from ending in a certain rank. And it's – the problem is people like to collect everything they possibly can, and the only method of doing that is to downrank. And there are people who are – other than myself who are seriously considering just letting themselves downrank and getting back to crystal late because they have a crystal plate already. So it's not like they care if they have the two, the three, the four, the five, the six – but I'm sure when it comes to doing the lower ranks, some people are not going to want to suffer the lower ranks again <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, because you can't lose a rank midseason once you're in Diamond, once you're in Crystal, you can't go down. It's just it it, it, it almost it, – it forces that perspective even more. So uh, I think they need to revisit a little bit about seasonal rewards. The front lines changes are, are definitely for the better now. Tanks and melees are far more durable, far more able to affect, but I still think Summoner Scholar are going to be favorites amongst everything. I don't know why they gave Summoner Scholar minus 10% damage taken. I don't know why they did that. They gave everyone else more. Tanks and melees are like 60% less damage taken in frontlines. Uh, but we know that 6.2 is also going to have bigger changes for frontlines, and it's the return of rival wings. So... I'm looking forward to doing more large-scale PvP, but still giving me my goddamn Capture the Flag. Oh, minus 10% damage dealt. Okay, I read it wrong. That's why. It was thrown in there. Oh, yeah, no, that definitely needed to fucking happen. (laughs) Fuck them. (laughs) There's going to be more adjustments to that later. Uh, Now, speaking of PvP, uh, there were also some adjustments to some various jobs. And Sly, I want you to know something. You in particular I thought of for this, okay? Okay. Uh, Kiriari, good friend. She is largely a Dragoon and White Mage player in PvP. And yep. she, she DMs me the other day, and she says, I want buffs for Dragoon. <laughs> the first person I thought of was you. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was like, "It's just, I feel like I'm playing a ranged DPS. And
1: you I'll- think? <laughs> you fucking think?
0: <laughs> oh, man. And it was just, I thought it was, I thought it was super funny, because I was like, oh, my God, I've dealt with this exact conversation before with Sly. Dragoon does so good still. You just, you're just mad you're not one-shotting everybody anymore.
1: No, I'm not even, like, I've never been mad at that. I mean, I knew Dragoon was, like, already strong. But there are limits. There are yeah, you want to
0: fucking stun we- Sly. It's overboard. I want you No know, Even
1: Brian said that shit wasn't overboard. I like and he was playing like I remember a few weeks back after we had our show and Brian was like, Yeah, Sly, maybe you're fucking right. They're like, I know I am. Shit, it is so fucking bare bones, it's not even fucking funny.
0: Do not give Dragoon a stun. Do not do that.
1: Give us something. Silence. Fucking something. I mean, that shit was. A I'll, I'll shit give you before. this,
0: Sly. I'll give you this. After you land from your ultimate, you cannot be CC'd for three seconds. That's all I'm giving you. Hooray! I'm not giving you anything else because Dragoon is an absolute fucking menace, as it is still. Does it one-shot whole teams like oh, Samurai? No.
1: Everyone's fucking kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone's That's is Sly. Thing. They got like seven abilities. Oh,
1: my God. No, it's not. Like everybody else has, like either a stun or a fucking silence attached to something.
0: Yeah, the other jobs don't also deal the entire uh, the entire HP bar of the enemy team. You're just greedy. Just greedy. That's all it is. They
1: have a. They have a fucking root. Everything.
0: We have damage. Just greedy. Just greedy. That's all it is. It's just greed. Just, it's just endless greed. I know greed when I see it. Whatever. Aloha. Hey, now's not the time. He wants to be part of the show, too. Yeah, death is the best form of CC. It's a stun, it's a sleep, it's a silence, it's everything. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, so they did make some. Balance adjustments, not to dragoon, but uh, a bunch of other things. Um, Paladin a little. Of course, I did. Yeah, because they know. They know it was smart. Uh, Paladin just a little bit less damage reduction on Holy Sheltron. Uh, Paladin been was a much more popular pick towards the later ends of season one uh, for one very particular trick that they could pull off, but they also had a bunch of things to support it. The act of, and by the way, I uh, so there was a black mage that I was playing with and against going up through Season 2, going up uh, to the rank, and uh, it, he eventually ended up on a team with a paladin, and it was a complete wash because we couldn't do anything to that black mage. It was the scariest combination by a fucking mile for solo queue because not only could we not kill the black mage already because of the CC spam, because of the sleeps, the heavies, the binds, but then he'd get covered by the paladin, and then he'd just pop an elixir while standing in the middle of the team because he couldn't be here. He's like, "Oh fuck it, all right, here we go. I got an elixir. What do you know?" And we saw a lot of that in the end of season one: is paladin cover into an elixir while standing in the middle of the team. Mm-hmm. And it's sickening. Hey, dragoons a counter to that. Did you know that dragoons a counter to that? Because yeah. they hit the paladin and the person with the elixir at the same time, and they just they yeah. they, they we can one shot mm-hmm. them with the ultimate no matter what, as long Are as they do both of them. them. Yeah. Well, you only, you only kill the paladin, but it's a it's it's long if they don't have any defensives up. It's a pretty much a guaranteed kill.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so you kill the paladin and then and like get like a GCD on the on whoever they're covered. And yeah, that's two kills.
0: Yeah, if you yeah if you actually um if you actually get it quickly enough, you can stop the elixir and then whatever they're at, they're just kind of screwed. But yeah, yeah, it's counterplay to the paladin. What do you know? In uh in the tournament. That uh, plus one held. Uh, Paladin stopped being played as much once Dragoon started doing that. So it was uh, fairly interesting to see that evolution over the weeks. Aloha. So greedy. This is why I didn't put this here for the longest time, because then you just jump up here. You just want to be part of the show. And then you put your paw on me all the time. I see how it is. Uh, Warrior got rebuffed they were nerfed a little bit during season 1 and they got rebuffed uh, Onslaught and mm-hmm. had their base potencies brought up which also brings up their maximum potencies and Warrior is doing Warrior things again, pretty much as it did before with just a little more pretty punch much. yeah, it just feels mm-hmm. a, like mid-season 1 Warrior again so uh, they're feeling pretty good uh, Dark Knight got some pretty significant buffs. Um, They actually had their base potency on Blood Spiller increased, and the threshold for the maximum potency is now 25% of their HP. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. that means that even if they heal themselves during uh, Eventide with an attack, that they will still have the full potency of Blood Spiller. So it uh, yep. allows them to put out a lot more. And Eventide now always does at least 10,000 potency. So uh, Dark Knight's eaten really good. I saw a lot of Dark Knights in Diamond climbing up to Crystal, and they were... Certainly, they certainly felt a lot more impactful than they did prior. So I was glad to see that. Gunbreaker, being a gunbreaker, still just accepting that they're a DPS in disguise. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man, I saw a few gunbreakers in Diamond, and uh, that shit hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Aloha. That shit hurt. I see. I'm seeing a lot more tactical play around Junction Tank too. A lot more people swapping the jun- Junction Tank in the more uh, dangerous parts of the game, uh, if possible. If there's a tank on the enemy team, if there isn't, then they're stuck with Junction DPS, and that kind of uh, that kind of creates a little bit of a problem. But then they can also just absolutely murder anyone. Every ultimate they have is a scary, scary time. <coughs> oh, wow, I wish this cough would uh, stop. That would be great. It's just it's only so I blame him, honestly. He apparently doesn't blame him, given that I pointed at him and that's it. Aloha. I'm the only one home. I know that. But you also it's not eating time yet. I could just do this will be the show. Aloha. He doesn't even want pets. He's actually fucking annoyed right now. That's the worst part. He just thinks it gets him food. He's like, this is what they fucking like. Just fucking put the food in the goddamn bowl, you stupid fucking human. Isn't that right, buddy? Uh, Ninja, slight nerf, uh, unsealed Satan Tenchu, reduced from 10 to 8 seconds. Not at all. Not at all. To anything that they're gonna they're gonna feel a major major effect of machinist gets a movement speed buff when they're overcharged now or when they're overheated and their mortar is insanely strong now it's a six thousand point shield every time it ticks and six thousand damage that's insane machinist major powerhouse
1: i mean It was, it was slightly a powerhouse early on, and now it's just,
0: eh, jeez. He doesn't like this. He's very much not a fan. Hey.
1: I still don't like the, I still don't like the way Machines plays, like in, in, um, in PvP now, as opposed to what it was. Uh, I still don't like the, like, I still don't like the slow pace that it has.
0: I, I'm not a fan of the mini-cast time in PvP, even with the with the yeah. slow movement speed. The main reason being yeah. is if you want to guard or heal and you've already committed to that slow charge time, moving doesn't cancel it, and so the only way to cancel it is to use, uh, is to, I think, spam escape or use a, a cancel cast macro. And uh, mm-hmm. if you don't, then it just delays guard and heal. But... Machinist is an absolute powerhouse. There's definitely no doubting that whatsoever. I mean the the one shot yeah. potential is still is still incredibly strong. Even after they fixed some really, really popular bugs in season one. They used to be able to four stack a wildfire, even though it's supposed to cap at three, by ending with mm. a scatter shot as their last one, a double hit scatter shot. It would actually do sixteen thousand instead of twelve. And they also used to be able to proc it with Bio so They could put on bioblaster and a wildfire just Walk away, and it would be an, It was a guaranteed explosion a guaranteed 12,000 point explosion plus the dot tick. So, uh, there's a lot of little things you used to be able to do, and while they've taken those away, they've given it a few things back. Dancer buffs, Ooh, Jesus, that's good. The saber dance one is particularly big five percent more damage on the saber dance buff. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you have Dancer, Black Mage, Paladin, you're fucking, you'll lose it. You're winning the game if you're on that team. You're probably losing the game if you're not on that team. So it's uh, <laughs> pretty major as far as I'm concerned. And then Black Mage. Oh, no, they nerfed Black Mage a little bit after buffing it an insane oh, amount. yoshi he's like, oh, they don't actually need any buffs, so we're going to change just these two things. And then it's like, so we're going to leave the most of the buffs. but just take a couple away, you know. It'll be all right. It's a job. <sighs> it's, it's a job, all right. Burst at its shield brought back down to 12,000 and its damage as a... as a, Well, it actually says the barrier potency, so specifically that aspect of it, the barrier. Uh, aloha, stop. And also, uh, Umbral Freeze now has a heavy, a bind and a deep freeze instead of always being a deep freeze. Uh, that's almost <laughs> worse for me. Because I hate being heavied.
1: Depends on stacks. Dependent on
0: stacks. Uh, yeah, it depends on the number of stacks. But this is almost worse. At least with the deep freeze, and I was just—I was just sitting there. I was frozen in place. I was like, "All right, I hate when I'm heavied. I'm like, oh, I'm getting away. I'm getting up. Oh, no, here's the heavy, heavy bot. It's all—it all, it all oh. feels like you're doomed as soon as they get a hold of you. So it's—it's it's, in some ways it feels more another, insulting.
1: That should be another stack. Just doom
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, oh my god. Desperation.
1: Uh, Summoner's uh, Fester got some uh, increases in
0: potency. Yeah, Summoner's weird because it's not bad, yeah. but man, now that Black Mage is what it is, and Red Mage is still what it is, it's uh, its popularity has really, really plummeted. Even if Mega Flare is still, I honestly, I still don't know what the point is of having them having two limit breaks. I don't think I've ever seen anyone use Phoenix. Hmm. It's just I don't know it's 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 nuts, <clears throat> speaking of nuts, Astro probably the most nerfed job on this list oh, yeah yeah, gravity 2's heavy and bind effects heavy on I mean, the initial cast
1: first target
0: yeah, only on the first target. this used to be AOE they could bind whole teams, they could heavy whole teams. Mm-hmm. kind of glad they fixed it because this shit sucked to play against
1: it was fucking annoying.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure Astros are upset, but Astros are still pretty good, even with only the one. Now they just have to single targets out instead of freely dominating whole teams when they're grouped up on a crystal or something like that. Ugh. Yeah. So those PvP changes, fairly minor. We know that they, they said that they were a little concerned with their uh, the frequency they were updating, <coughs> as well as the severity of the changes mid-season one. So we need to pay attention to how they end up doing balancing going forward because they seem to want to be a little more reserved with the frequency. But we don't know what they'll actually do in terms of the power adjustment. Um, I'd say most jobs are in a pretty okay spot in PvP right now. Uh, Astro, even after that hit, is still fairly popular and for good reason. White Mage is still White Mage. Scholar, still, like, most of them are just kind of identical. There's a few obvious power picks. So we'll see if they end up making any major adjustments in point two alongside those front lines changes they said they're going to be making. All right, so that takes care of that. Like I said, with front lines, they made some adjustments, damage taken and damage dealt for the various roles and everything, Uh, the different gauge fills, and then data center stuff like we already went over. The only other thing (coughs) uh, that happened really with the actual game this week, and it's you know it didn't happen. I guess yeah, Mm. yeah. Slide. You notice that these are borders for State of the Realm. Kind of look like something. Stop it. They're in they're in a particular shape, right? Settle down. Maybe we make them a little a little push down the top and the bottom a little bit. You know, push Settle them to, push them to the side Settle a little down. bit. Settle down. So probably the most major topic that shouldn't be a major topic. But it's been risen to said prominence. Is yeah. a particular community occurrence, as I will call it, in the past week. Mm-hmm. Very, very well timed, given there were like data center issues, and then this popped up, and everyone's like, wait, data center issues? What's data center travel? Would you like to introduce what happened this last week, slide?
1: So, there was an event, there was an event planned for this weekend, actually, and, um, you know, um, normally, and in terms of RP events, uh, we have ways of advertising, you know, I usually, you know, I have my website, I have Twitter, I usually put, you know, and I made flyers on Twitter with a with a trailer. That's about as far as I go. Like the the most extra I will get is hiring Japanese voice actors for my birthday. That's about as extra as I'll get. This um this particular venue went above and beyond. They um. they advertise on billboards and in several locations within Texas and I hear California too. um, They advertise their event on billboards. And well, let's just say there's a few things. (laughs) There's a few things. things that we take issue with. One being the fact that there was, um... There was data mined Um... Was it outfits, I think? The top outfits? on
0: the Viera was data mined back in yeah. April.
1: Yeah. So, there was that. Um... You know, mods, of course, use mods. Which, the hair. You know, mm-hmm. Yoshi P is vehemently against... Uh... And then they, they just put the Final Fantasy XIV logo on the billboard as well, which definitely introduces, you know, legality issues among other things. Um,
0: so, um, That's how I feel, pretty much, yeah. So, uh... Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, there, there, there's so much you can say that, that has pretty much already been said. Uh, the but sign. my fucking God. <laughs> I, I, I mean, we, like it's, it's been talked about so much. It's not, even, it's not even funny. No, it's kind of funny. But... Hey, it is. It is. But I'll I'll say I'll say this to go to there to their establishment and to harass them is not it's not a good move. It's not. No. Move. So I I would definitely give if you are if you are still there just, just find something else better to do. Find something else better to do. Um cuz you would just definitely get this more attention that and it definitely needs.
0: Yeah, it's no good. Um, you're, you're very likely to get banned if you actually go to the house and harass them. If you if you, you can be banned no, for that.
1: Right. And then the the topic uh, comes up of uh, you know, ERP. Um We always we always get into this topic topic of ERP versus RP. Um and um We had heard that they were in contact with a, with a content creator and, um, marketing themselves as, you know, safe work, RP, like safe work, just RP, when in fact they were ERP, which is another issue altogether. Look, I am, I'm not against ERP. It, it, like, I won't, I won't go to ERP venues. Like, Outright. Funny thing, like, funny story. Um, Every now and then I'll do venue tours on Final Fantasy 14. I'll just, like, that's leave, dangerous. Them. And it is very <laughs> <fascinating> <laughs> good thing, why.
0: good thing, nothing not safe work can be in the game unless you the right, text right, it. Right,
1: yeah. right, right. Here, and here's the thing like, here's what happens. Like, so one of my mods, Nob, He's like, sly, let's, let's go, let's go venue hopping. I'm like, fine. And I'll tell, I'll I'll tell no, like you point me in the right, you point me in the direction you give me, you give me a location, you give me their card info and we'll go there on the caveat that you go in first. (laughs) (laughs) But you see, here's the thing. Like with no navigation whatsoever, I would say about forty percent of the time the places he found he he finds were ERP. Forty percent of the time, like, <laughs> and, and again, I don't have anything against it. I don't have anything against ER, ERP venues. You know, everybody has their their thing, and that's fine. Of um, I'm but to kind of market yourself as. Non ERP, when in fact you are ERP, is kind of scummy, and to do it, to to do it to a content creator, is very fucking scummy. Um. Again, nothing wrong with it. If that's your thing, you know, whoever whoever likes ERP, let them enjoy it. That that is their thing. Enjoy it quietly. (laughs) Um, Enjoy it very quietly. Uh. What I would recommend, like, one thing out of all of this, one thing out of all of this I would recommend, um, and I'm glad that, you know, it is being made. It, like, there are a few, there are a few sites, um, but one, there are a few sites that catalog venues. Um, but one that has been around for quite some time and was mainly for Aether venues has, has now rebranded as, um, Final Fantasy XIV venues, and the good thing about it is, you can you can um, you know, there are different uh, ticks that you can tick on, like safe for work
0: Can I just, can I interject there? Okay The NSFW and SFW tags are really weird when we're talking about an RP venue only because it implies somebody's trying to do it while they're at work <laughs> That is true. That is true. And some people probably are. They have, like, late-night jobs and they're just like, oh, I just sit here all night and might as well have some fun, you know?
1: Yeah, it's called... uh, One I just recently registered our venue for is called um, ffxivvenues.com. They used to be known as Aether Venues um, because they were primarily Aether Venues. And uh, now they are open to Primal and Crystal Venues since, you know, we have Data Center Travel. Uh, I'm on there. I am our venue is safe for work and if anybody ever wanted to come out to a first Saturday, again, we are safe for work. We play the best of the 70s and 80s of Japan and we just dance and listen to music have a good time. That's it. That's all we do. Um, if you are, if you want to find another venue, I mean, again, it's primarily Aether right now, but if you have a venue uh, and you're on Primal or Crystal, feel free to register your venue there. Uh, it's a good place to find venues that you know, meet your cup of tea. Whether it's you know, nightclub, lounge, whatever. Uh, definitely check that out. But again, one thing—the main thing I take uh, credence with this—is like it's just so fucking extra. Like, I, spending money on Japanese voice actors is one thing. Spending on money—spending money on a fucking. Billboards. I'm fucking billboards. How how many people in the state of Texas do you think you are one pulling into Final Fantasy 14? And two, if they do know, how many people do you think you're pulling to that? Um
0: like, because <laughs> flat, flat, my favorite thing the I saw somebody say to that, and I forget uh-huh. who it was, and they were like, I don't I was like, I wonder if they understand that. This is not the medium with which their uh, their client base would be built. It doesn't appeal to their demographic. And somebody right. else replied and said, you mean it's outside? <laughs> 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 and I was like, fuck, you got me on that one. <laughs>
1: I mean, but it kind of
0: makes sense because, like, who's, who's driving down the freeway and they're just like, I'll check that venue out when I when I come home on Friday or Sat or Saturday.
1: <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, I did get somebody like some a few of my Texas viewers. They're like, "Yeah, so I saw the
0: billboard. If there are pictures. People have taken like selfies with the yeah, billboard. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh my god!
0: That's how I you know it's real because yeah, I refused to believe it was real." I don't think the other three. Are real. Just, I think I think the story about there being four of them. I, I we haven't seen. I don't think we've seen real proof of that. Yeah. But
1: I'm just sticking to trailers. I'm just sticking to trailers and flyers. That's pretty much the the extent that most people who own a venue uh, will do is they'll either post like a flyer on Twitter or a trailer or something. Um, yeah. Just keep it within the bounds of the interwebs.
0: Now. That's the part that I found interesting. Because for me, right. seeing this was an oh-my-god facepalm, and that's kind of the end of my logical reaction to it. But then mm-hmm. I I wanted to know how close this is to being okay. And it was pretty close, by my own analysis and by one Hoglaw on YouTube who... I tagged Legal Eagle to see if he could approach it. Somebody else tagged Hoaglaw. Hogla had a video out the very next day. And the consensus was it actually follows the material usage guidelines for the most part in such a way that it's 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 oddly close. If they hadn't data mined the top and modded the hair, they'd essentially just be at a discretional. Uh, it would just be a matter of of discretion for Scrainix about whether or not they determine it as an advertisement for the game. Because they had the logo, they had the disclaimer for the logo, they had had the disclaimer for using in-game images, they had an image in-game, and there's no brand guidelines for Final Fantasy XIV in regards to font and in regards to spacing or anything in the actual design. Mm. Uh, It's... It's crazy how close it came to just looking like something somebody posted on, like, a Discord or social media, but just put on a billboard <laughs> instead. The fact that – what's weird is that the about the only thing that becomes ridiculous is the fact that it's on a billboard. Nothing else about it. I mean, people will go and criticize other aspects of it. But it's just the fact that it's on a billboard that people are, like, taking that extra kind of mental step to process what it actually means. And the consensus was that, at worst, this would be a takedown. It wouldn't even be a, a C and d Most likely it would just be a takedown notice. Like, take it down so you don't have to do anything. And it'll be down by tomorrow yeah. anyway. Hey, don't you dare get on the table. Okay, that's fine. You can knock over that nickel. I'm okay with that. Then that's nuts. As a content creator, the thought that this was so close to being okay is crazy. <laughs>
1: Because it allows people to push the boundaries now that they know kind of what the boundaries are.
0: Yeah, but I have a feeling those boundaries are going to change. I don't think they're going to change the way some people think. Some people think that because of the modded hairstyle, the data-mined attire, that they're going to like clamp down on their policies. I don't think it's they're going to find it worth the effort because I think they know deep down... The number of people who are going to rush out and put up more billboards is probably not a very high percentage of people. <clears throat> so, at worst, I think what is certainly going to happen, we are going to have mm. a stern talking to in the next live letter. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, there's gonna be the there's gonna be the Yoshi Yoshi P. Uh, Yoshi P with the. Um, I just. With the serious face. The serious face, Yoshi P. I
0: can't um, wait for the memes that are going to be born from whatever his appearance is. His, his disappointed dad appearance. Mm hmm.
1: Glasses off, everything. It's, I mean, dad is angry. Dad is going to be angry. You did this.
0: But I think that's all that happens. I I don't think... It's not even worth a takedown notice. It's not worth a cease and desist. It's worth a stern talking to and a don't do it again. (laughs) And that is, I think, the end of the story. So could more happen? Sure, we're not the developers or the directors or Square Enix legal. We're not qualified to discuss anything that they should do or will do or anything of that capacity. But... Definitely a stern talking to <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, and then what real... I didn't watch it, but I, I know that the club owner did do an interview with Asman, and I heard it didn't go all too well. I And I don't know if I can stomach watching it. I'm kind of curious <clears throat> about it. I, I mean, I'm I am watching. too... But, like, I'm also curious about what, like, a thousand-year egg tastes like. But I don't think I could stomach it. You know? Mm -hmm. Being curious is not the same as following through. Right. (laughs) So. What a week. It completely detracted from all of the data center travel, like, criticism and... A few other things that have popped up this week. I'm sure if I go to the official forums, there are some great topics this week to to absolutely cover. Tombstone Weekly. Oh, here we go. As we got, uh, let's see. We've got uh, an NPC edition. F Mary kill. We've got English localization criti- uh, criticisms. We've got Tomestone Weekly caps. You
1: uh, just want to find something. Else. <laughs> to
0: no, I'm just saying it bullshit. detracted from all of this because you know what is above all of that? Pretty much every Billboard discussion. <laughs> yeah. So it detracted from every other little bit of uh, of of news, and unfortunately. It did mean taking away from something very positive that happened right. in the community this week. A community project that has been long awaited by none other than Alex Mukala. We've had him on the show before alongside Husky by the Geek. And mm-hmm. he finished, along with the collaboration of many, many others, over a thousand people singing Close in the Distance. All a mix of of known, very well-known individuals of our community and uh, songwriters and singers of all different walks of, of life and over a thousand other people who submitted. And it was beautiful. It was. So... It was really unfortunate to see that hit social media, and within hours, the billboard thing had completely taken over social media. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> this cough is making things funny. I love this sentence. Uh, Scandals in WoW. It's Bobby's world and cubicle-running harassment to induce death and employees. Final Fantasy fourteen ERP group put up a billboard in Texas. <laughs> As, as Rich would stay, Bobby Kodak's maze, as he likes to, as he likes to call his previous employment. So yeah, they had, oh. they had so, so many people in that video. I'm in there briefly, but like there's, there's so many. Did you do one? No, no. Sly, give me, give me, give me your best clothes in the, close in the distance right now. Whispers. No. <laughs> <laughs> Every time anyone hears whispers, whispers, let's just go. Let's just go to Ultima Thule right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you would bring the bass. bass. Not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. Now, when are you next drinking? Because then you might do it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've had a Hemingway Daiquiri this entire, uh,
0: That's not entire not episode. That's that's not enough. We gotta we gotta get sly on a uh, on a club night at allure or at his uh, at his his home. And, I mean, that is tonight. Uh, everyone, yo, once he's had a few, everybody, you know what to do. Just be like, just just all everyone when he when he seems like he's had enough. Just, I need you to type in his Twitch chat whispers, all caps whispers. That's it. That that kicks it off. Okay. Yeah, Sly, we can do a karaoke mm-hmm. stream. You and me. Southern rock karaoke stream? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sly's like, yeah, we can do, uh, it's like we can do, uh, what's it called? Uh, an instrumental karaoke stream. It's like, we, yeah. it's songs yeah. with no words. We'll sing along. We promise. <laughs> oh, boy. Alright, well, either way, be sure to Go to YouTube, check out Alex's video for Close in the Distance. On top of that, of course, every other thing him and Husky really put out because they go nutso with the number of projects that they go through, and the results are always a good time. We need another Alex Husky show at some point in the near future. Uh, They're super busy, but we got to figure it out. Aloha! Get out of the box! (laughs) I think he heard me trying to climb into a box that's, like, upside down. So he's flipping shit over to try to get into it. Stop it. Stop. You've been a menace this whole fucking show. How? Oh, it's because Mel's not home. This is what I deal with. (laughs) He's just like, I need to go. And this is what she normally deals with. Now I have to deal with it. Uh, But I think that's the majority of what happened in the last week. (laughs) That is. And uh we will see how that pans out when we get a live letter next month. <laughs> Can't uh, wait to touch uh, on this topic again after the Yeah, well we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe they won't say anything.
1: Again, I, I kinda wanna do I kinda wanna do another um RPG yeah. of the new show.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sly suggested we maybe do one this week, but I said maybe maybe we let things clear up a little bit first. <laughs>
1: It wasn't going to be too bad. I mean, we would just maybe talk briefly about it. And then, of course, you know, let them give their side to their side to RP, what they do, their intricacies, how they, they differ from, from venues, uh, from other venues, you know, things like that.
0: Yeah, but for the recency of the events, I felt like we have somebody who runs a venue on the show. We should maybe let let him do his piece (laughs) because your tweet was not too much insight it was really just a really world kind of what the fuck yeah Yeah, in fact here i've got i've got it right here holy fuck i'm just catching up to all the news why in the fuck does the world always go to shit before i wake up as someone that runs a 14 venue renting a billboard is fucking extra that's from someone who hires jp voice actors for his birthday celebration trailers
1: i mean it is that's okay.
0: Sly, I, <coughs> I commissioned 16 character arts for playing a bunch of video games. <coughs> Those were not cheap, and they were well worth it, let me tell you. Yeah. And, yeah uh, these Japanese characters are not cheap either. No, they're not.
1: <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> no,
0: they're not. Oh, man. But... With that, uh, the only other thing really going on is more Square Enix general for spoken being delayed a bunch of release dates. Uh, are you interested in any of the like random Square Enix stuff that's been announced? Excuse me. In the last, uh, the last few weeks, all the news. Probably a few things, not
1: like not all of it, but a few things.
0: Any in particular?
1: Uh among the Final Fantasy
0: stuff. Well not uh, even Final Fantasy, it could be any of the Scoranic stuff. There's like Harvestella, Diofield, Valkyrie Elysium, there's a bunch of Dio stuff.
1: Diofield, uh, Harvestella, uh Valkyrie Elysium, definitely. Um those three. Yeah. Har- like and I never thought like I would be into something like Harvestella, but it definitely caught my eye.
0: Yeah. That caught my eye as well. Something actually that's definitely on should be on your radar. Supposed to be out this summer, but we know nothing about when. Is Front Mission? Uh, Front Mission First is supposed to be mm-hmm. that remake is supposed to be summer twenty twenty two, and that is yeah. definitely your alley. I know you were playing Metal Wolf Chaos mm-hmm. the other day. For America Day, For yeah. America Day, the president.
1: Because Yeah, what's more American than the president? The United States saving America from insurgency with a mech. <laughs> uh. the, the dialogue, what makes that game so good is just the dialogue. Like, otherwise, great game, but the fucking dialogue is just gold. You've had the, like, you really have the YouTube, it's so good.
0: Is it like Yakuza levels of good? <sighs>
1: Trying to think, another you know meme worthy game. Not Yakuza Good, but um, God, what's another game that's like got like horrible dialogue, but you had it's so
0: horrible that you love it. Strangers of Paradise. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Had to go with that. That was an easy one. <laughs> Chaos. Oh, man. Good, good, good. Compa- okay, so it's, so it's Stranger Paradise level, level dialogue. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. That's, that is exciting. Because I'm definitely, I don't give a fuck who you are.
1: And, and, and his reason for everything. Jody. Cancel my my plans. I'm going to save America. You know why? Because I'm the president of this great United States of America. That's his (laughs) reason for fucking everything.
0: It didn't. Isn't that a FromSoft game, by the way? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) From 2004. (coughs) 2004. It was originally on Xbox.
1: And then got remade for PC in 2019 from Devolver.
0: God. (laughs) What a FromSoft (laughs) title. Hey, maybe that's what they're we know they're working on something. Everyone thinks it's armored core. What if it's Metal Wolf Chaos 2? And it's the Canadian Prime Minister. <laughs> I don't think that would work. <laughs> Oh god. Okay, on that note though, I think we've really covered everything. So, only about an hour yeah. show today, but we didn't we 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 had we were trying to plan the show, but we got we got so caught up in the bullshit that we never finished planning the show. So, I was like, "Oh, Sly, tell me if you want to if you need me to do it." And Sly's like, "Can we do this?" I was like, "I don't think that's a good idea." And then it was just like done from there. Yeah. So, but don't worry, we've got the next several weeks of shows planned out. We just need one for the 29th, the 30th. What's that last Tuesday? Then probably another live letter prediction level show. We'll have shows every week up to the patch, and then um, you know we'll have patch day. We'll have we'll have a show that week of patch day. We'll have a show the week of Savage. You know we'll have a bunch a bunch of shows and Sly. I'm not going to promise you anything. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mr. Byrne's podcast, The Relic Grind. Uh-huh. That is on Ready Check Radio. It was on there yesterday. Yeah. And uh-huh. uh, he reminded me, because it's been a hot uh-huh. minute, that I am part yeah. of the finals for Final Fantasy Jeopardy. Hey! And I thought to myself, Byrne, how would you like to do that for Final Fantasy 14 on State of the Realm? Oh. So I'm not going to make any promises, but because mm-hmm. Air Zivia is effectively no more, Ethis is is focusing on his life right now, and it does not involve Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. We may have a replacement trivia show. Okay. I'll uh, I'll keep everyone in the loop about that one. Did I win yeah. the last one? I think I am at the mm. moment the current the current belt holder.
1: No, I think I won the last one. You won the one before.
0: Okay. I knew I won one of the recent ones. Yeah. could not remember. Probably won't do anything like Jeopardy because he puts he's got like a whole board and it like animates and flips and everything. <laughs> but at the very least we might be able to return with some trivia related stuff. We'll see what Pyro has to say about that in a couple weeks maybe also. <laughs> I don't want to... Pyro's going to destroy us if he's if he's on that, but you know, he could... What's the name of that guy that won like 22 Jeopardies in a row or some shit? Like 50-something Jeopardies uh, in a row?
1: I can't remember. I can't remember, but yeah, I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we do have some fun stuff planned for State of the Realm over the next several months. Ken Jennings. There you go. I, I can't believe they, they fucking knew that instantly. How did chat... They didn't even have time to Google it. It's like they just knew that. Yeah. Oh my God! You, <laughs> your paws stuck in the. There you go. So, with that, so. let's wrap it up. Sly, it's good. To, it's good to see you, man. Yeah. What What, what are you doing? We'll see you. What are you doing? Hi, Aloha. You can find me at
1: twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Great Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Uh, right now, I'm playing a lot of Monster Hunter. As we all are. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, getting back to Betrayal Legacy on Mondays and the other things. Um. Slice birthday is coming up in 360 days. Thank you, of course. Yeah. True. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, thanks to everybody who came out for the birthday celebration. Really appreciate it. Thanks to everybody who helped me celebrate my birthday and America Day. Uh, it's fun. It's definitely... It was definitely pooped after that day. Uh, but thank you, nonetheless. Um, uh, tonight... Well, today I'll be on Rise on some break. And of course, going to Allure for the first time being open for DC Travel. So if uh, you were on 14 tonight you got shit else to do, hop over to uh, Primal and the Ultras. That's where Allure is. So we'd love to have you there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, gearing up for Soul Hackers 2 next month. So I'll be playing, replaying Soul Hackers 1. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I a lot coming out and um, mm, between now and then, so I think I'm good.
0: And, uh, Happy, what are you up to? Man, this is going to be a hell of a next six months, Sly. I, uh, first and foremost, I still have a bunch of 14-related YouTube videos to work on. It's been a, an immensely busy season, much to my surprise. And with all the news to Square Enix titles as of late, it's going to be busy. Stranger of Paradise, DLC, July 20th. Live Alive is releasing July 22nd. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, not Scranix related, but going to give it a shot. Even though I didn't like two, I did like one. So 50-50 chance that I'll actually like this one as far as I'm concerned. Not you. Anyway. And then in September, there's Dealfield Chronicle. There's Valkyrie Elysium. October. <laughs> October is going to have, uh, Star Ocean. Uh, there's one other thing that's there for smoking got delayed, but I think there's still something else happening in October as well. I can't remember what it is. Harvestella is November 4th. God of War is November 9th. Mm hmm. Good old dad of boy 2, Father's Day. Boy, we are hunting deer. All right. Where are we going in the direction of deer? My favorite line from the first one. Uh, and then, what else? There's Pokemon in November. There's uh, so many things. Can't keep up with it all, slide. But before all that, tomorrow, I am getting an early start on an event that will be taking place for the next year, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Uh, I have yeah. a lot of extra stuff planned, but Final Fantasy Count Up is making an early return because I need something to do when I am off Aloha. No desk. I need something I need something to do when there aren't a billion game releases or when I've beaten these game releases between them and I'm between Final Fantasy 14 stuff. So um, just the, just so people know if you're in Alaska or Hawaii, you can find this billboard uh, in various locations. So be sure to go and take pictures with it. Check it out. Uh, we'll be. doesn't have any information because I don't want them to know where to find me. I just want you to see the art, and that's really all that it is. Uh, and my artist at 85JSH, uh, he DM'd this to me literally hours after it had happened. He instantly, without me asking, thought of it and said, hey, what do you think of this idea? And I was like, I can't believe you've done this. Ah, oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. So that was brilliant. And that is going to be playing through every main numbered Final Fantasy game 1 through 15 leading up to 16 with a lot of unlockable bonuses on the way. Some of them challenge runs like four of one job in Final Fantasy 1 Four-job fiestas for Final Fantasy V, New Game Minus for Final Fantasy XII, even touching Final Fantasy X-2. The 3D remakes of 3 and 4 mixed in there, as well as a ton of other stuff. Side games like Type-0, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, uh, World of Final Fantasy. All of those things are going to be mixed in and matched as goals are met. And that will be starting tomorrow, even though Mog Talk is at 10 a.m. tomorrow, which means I'll have to start this, stop it to go on Mog Talk, and then come back. So uh, it's going to be a heck of a first day. Not to mention, I have raid tonight, so I'm fucking packed, Uh Uh schedule-wise. What a time. What a time. Okay, aloha. Fine, you're going to get fed soon. But that's what I'm working on, sly. Sounds like a bunch. It's 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 a few things. I got some other things in the works too, so little you secrets know, some little secrets that we're hiding on the back right now. We'll figure it out a little bit. Fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but with that yeah. sly, we're gonna wrap up. Thanks to our sponsor, Steel Series and Patreon. If you're interested in the Steel Series giveaway, go to the YouTube video when it releases, or if you're here from YouTube, just scroll down, enter the giveaway. And uh Patreon, thank you for supporting. We don't get anything out of it except our adoration, and we appreciate that. Okay? We love you. We love you, yeah. But for now, Sly and I will go into a short post-show, and then I need to go to the grocery store, because I have fucking nothing in my house. Hmm. I'm hungry and nothing to eat. So. That's a problem. That's a problem, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be especially a problem tomorrow as far as I'm concerned. So with that, thanks everyone for hanging out. We'll see you next week to talk about some PvP with Frosty. Mm-hmm. On that note, goodbye. Get out of here. Take care. We'll hang out next for post-show and then get out of here. All right.
1: Yeah, please do that.